This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Length reporting for investors who want the whole story. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All right, welcome back to the second hour of the weekend edition of the KE Report. As we have been doing in the second hour, I am replaying some of our more listened to segments throughout the week. In the first two segments, I'm going to replay Richard Postma, a.k.a. Doc, his interview from Tuesday. It was a longer interview, so we're spreading it out on two segments. I hope you all enjoy this first segment. Hey, everyone. Welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. So we are chatting with Richard Postma, also known as Doc, on our website. Now, Doc, we chat with you every month to get more of a technical outlook, especially on the metals charts. But we might even get into a couple of the underlying resource stocks here. Let's start off with the gold price. Gold continues to hang up above 2000 It's pretty much been above there this whole year already. And look, uh, anytime we see a little bit of a dip in the gold price, it seems to get bought back. So overall, gold price continues to look fairly strong, or at least stable, considering it hasn't exactly just busted out to new all-time highs and kept putting in new all-time highs. Where do you see the setup, mostly long-term, for gold here, Doc? Gold is in good shape, and uh, I like what I'm seeing. I think the weekly chart right now is saying that uh, we might have a move here a little bit lower in the next few weeks. It may be that we're topping out a little bit, and uh, that wouldn't surprise me where we could close this month at a lower close than last month. But then that would give us two months of lower closes, but the encouraging sign thing about all of this is the fact that these closing of gold are uh, not like the price of the, uh, of the material has plunged. They're hanging up there where it closed two months ago. So that's a good sign. And um, so I think uh, we're going to have a move down here pretty soon a little bit, but I'm not concerned about that at all. I don't see anything in the chart showing a big breakdown in gold. The monthly chart is something that you have to really watch because what you have to watch there in particular is the uh, uh, MACD, which is the momentum indicators or one of them. And what you have to watch there is the fact that the 12-month is impinging on the 26-month again. And what we don't want to see is it dropping below the 26-month. Uh, significantly, because then uh, if that would happen, then you, you should be concerned about gold moving down further in the next few months. But the slow stochastic is, is still in overbought territory on the monthly chart. But so far, uh, the gold chart is in a good position, but don't expect it to go roaring higher anytime soon. Uh, if it's going to move higher, it's going to be painstakingly or a painstaking move for a while. Well, Doc, just to follow up on the gold price, you know, if we look at the weekly chart or even if you look at the daily chart, it's really held above 2000 since November. There was a little dip down in November and I think a little mini one intraday in December. But for the most part, if you look at the weekly, 
Gold's been hanging above 2000 and marking a lot of time. Now, a lot of markets don't correct in price. They correct in time. Is it possible that what we're seeing here is a solid base to build off of whenever it finally does get the impetus to move higher? Are you encouraged by the amount of time it's spent above that key psychological 2000 level? Yeah, I am encouraged by that. And the, one of the things you're going to have to watch, especially on the weekly chart, is the 50-week uh, exponential moving average and the 50-week moving average because that's been a support line for gold for, uh, since last mid-October. And if we take that out, then we're going to uh, probably uh, move even a little bit lower. But even if we did that, I wouldn't be too concerned at all about gold right now and because I don't see a massive move down here. I do see, however, that it looks like we're peaking a little bit here for a while, and we may have a general movement down for a few weeks. But I don't see anything uh, really nasty happening to it based on what I'm looking at technically right now. Okay, so overall, still gold in a very good position, price-wise especially, and even chart-wise. Let's look at the gold stocks then, because it's been years that we've been talking about the underperformance of the gold stocks to where gold is. We look at something like GDX, and that's trading broadly in the middle of a range it's been in since about 2022. So, two years now. And, well, there's been a little bit of weakness to start this year after what was a strong Q4. But again, middle of its range. Doc, where does GDX go from here? I think GDX uh, will move down a little bit in the next week or two or three. I think it's going to try to hit the 26th uh, level. Then that would be pretty much the lower Bollinger Band on the weekly chart. And I think that's a real possibility. We're moving sideways in uh, GDX and on the monthly chart. I think uh, we also, it shows we have a good chance to move down to 25 or even a bit lower. But once again, just like gold, I don't see a massive move down here at all in GDX at this time. There's no big threats to it right now. Of course, that could change in the future. But right now, uh, it's pretty safe bet that it's going to stay in that uh, in its trading range on the monthly uh, chart and on the weekly chart. Well, Doc, when you look at GDX stuck in the range... It tends to track silver. I think there's a very tight correlation above 90% that silver and GDX track each other. Look at the silver chart and then look at the GDX chart on the weekly. They almost look like the same chart. So would that same analysis that you just gave for GDX be the same for silver? Yes, I would say that. I think silver, we have a pretty good chance of silver uh, moving down yet. Eventually, um, uh, challenge that. $21 level, $21.50. Silver, I don't see anything that makes me think think it's going to break higher anytime soon. Uh, and I think it's going to continue to tread water and just gradually move down here in the short term. And then a good support area for silver is actually on the weekly chart, it would be the uh, 400 exponential moving average for the uh, uh, silver chart. But if it broke below that, then we'd be in deep trouble. Okay, so it sounds, unfortunately, kind of like 
continued boring markets then. So if we dive down more into, let's say, the gold stocks. Doc, it was a month or two ago that when we were talking about the gold stocks, you had said that you thought the washout in the juniors had mostly run its course, but you were a bit more worried about the majors. We have seen some weakness in majors and uh, continued weakness in juniors, but some of them are really just at extremely low levels already. How do you still see the balance between major gold stocks and the juniors? I think, uh, Corey, um, this is going to be the year of the sell-off of the majors. I think they're going to trend down. Uh, I think most of the damage has been done to the juniors, and I've purchased a number of them at very low levels. So I'm not concerned about a big percentage move against me as far as the stocks I've purchased. And on some of the midterms, capital stocks I've uh, purchasing right now. And I'm just waiting for the majors to follow everybody else down. I think that's going to happen. And we talked off mic about Franco Nevada Corporation, which has gotten hit. I think it's going to get hit more. The chart, as far as that, is trying to close below the 400 exponential moving average. And if it does that this week, uh, we probably have even lower to go. And the important thing about Newmont is Newmont's Bollinger Bands are finally starting to narrow. Newmont is at a real crossroads also as far as its monthly chart. The monthly Bollinger Bands are narrowing. And the pricing today is right at the lower Bollinger Band. And uh, it looks like Newmont may take that out this month. And uh, if it does... Uh, I think we're going to go lower on that stock as well. So I think most of these majors, this is going to be the year of capitulation pretty much. And it could possibly even move into 2025, but then uh, the early part of it. But then I think the worst is over uh, and these stocks will be able to be bought at the end of the year at good prices. So people should start to purchase these things. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. 
We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Your weekly fix on finance and investing. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All right, welcome back. This is a continuation of our conversation with Richard Postma, a.k.a. Doc, that was posted on Tuesday. To hear this full interview, you can click on our website on that Tuesday posting or through our podcast and also on our YouTube channel, VKE Report. You will get most of this interview through listening to segment one and segment two here on the second hour of the weekend show. But again, if you want more of an uninterrupted version of this interview, you can find it on our website, podcast, and YouTube page. Well, Doc, if you're talking about the number one performing stock in the sector for the last two decades, Franco Nevada going lower, and if you're talking about the number one largest gold producer that's publicly traded on the planet, Newmont Mining, especially now after acquiring Newcrest, going lower, that doesn't seem like it would be good for the juniors or the mid-tiers. Do you still see that the mid-tiers could diverge from the majors or that the juniors could in that kind of an environment where the biggest stocks are getting hit? 
No, I don't see them emerging from them, but all I know is that they've moved down before the big ones, the big cap stocks. And so they're pretty much washed out. And so if you want to buy them, and I, what I do is every time on the monthly chart when they hit the lower Bollinger Band, I'll, I'll nibble at these things, and it's been very rewarding from that standpoint, especially when they have rallies, because then they go up to their upper Bollinger Band, and that's when I sell, and I've been talking about that for months. And so, uh, yeah, but I'm going to be watching these large caps, because I'm going to want to take a position in some of these eventually, and I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just liking the uh, technicals on them right now. Of course, that could change. Uh, but right now, the technicals don't look bullish for any of them. And if people are patient, they're going to get these at really good prices in the future. So what are some of the technical factors? Feel free to point us in the direction of any chart here, Doc, where a technical factor, even if it does continue to move lower, would then trigger you to at least start, as you like to say, nibbling at some of the stocks because they had gotten so washed out. Well, let me give you an example of Newmont. First, Newmont took out its 50 exponential moving average and its moving average. That's the first thing it does. So that's a warning sign to tell people, wait a minute, we've got a breakdown in these technicals. Well, guess what? Right now on the monthly chart, if Newmont closes down here, which I think it probably will or even lower, last month and this month, it's going to take out its 200 month moving average. It's going to close below that. Not a good sign. So that means that there's still pressure technically on this company's pricing. And now the next one to watch, and the one I would be really watching, is the 400 exponential moving average. That's huge. It's only about $4 away from that. If it takes that out, then you know that we are in a world of hurt for these majors. And that means that at that point in time, there's no hurry to buy it, but wait for it, the stock to bottom out at that point where it starts to trend slowly down, and that's when I'm going to start to look at purchasing Newmont. But those are the things you have to look at where there's consistent breaking down on the longer-term charts. They tell you the story. You know, you can look at the daily noise, you can look at the weekly noise, but to give you really good trend direction, you got to follow the monthly charts. And that's what I kind of watch. And there's different technical things I watch for these charts. Well, Doc, one other stock we've talked a lot about as a bellwether and more in the silver side, although it's balanced between silver and gold, is Hecla Mining traded under HL. You know, you were mentioning some technical factors you're watching in Hecla and where you'd be a buyer there. I'd love you to maybe give us a quick technical snapshot of Hecla. Yeah, and I told you a month, I told you weeks ago that I wouldn't be surprised to see, and we talked about this off mic, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Hecla eventually at two. And, um, and I still feel that way. And so that tells you we're going to be in this yet for this year, most likely. You can look at all the fundamentals you want, but I really feel that technicals tell you what to expect fundamentally in the future. And I, they can talk about the Fed lowering rates and how great it's going to be for the gold and silver market. They can talk all this stuff until they're blue in the face. But the technicals are really what's warning you. And if you look at the technicals on Hecla, 
here we are on the daily. If you look at the daily chart, we're right around $3.50 to $3.75. And it appears we're bottoming out and that we're double bottoming uh, compared to where the stock was back in early October. We're right where that is. And people could argue, oh, we're bottoming out here, you know, time to buy. And that's a good possibility, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. But then as you go along the continuum, to the longer-term charts, you go along to the weekly chart, you could say the same thing, that the pricing right now is where uh, it's bottoming out compared to even 2022 when it was down around this area. And there's a good point to be made there. However, when you go to the weekly, you still, even though the daily looks like we may get a bump here and that could be encouraging people, the weekly, the 12 week moving average on the uh, momentum indicators as far as the MACD, it's now leading the 26 week down. It's still in a downward direction, so we uh, could even move next week down lower. The good news is we've had four weeks of closing, of the price closing lower, so we could get a bump here. And uh, also the good news on the weekly chart is we're moving into negative. We're moving into oversold on a slow stochastics. And then if you move to the monthly chart, and that's a negative one, and always go out to the farther charts to tell you really what the trend is. And if we continue moving a little lower in this month, we're going to have a lower closing close than we've seen in years. That is not a good sign. If we bump the lower Bollinger Band, we're going to have to be at a closing low that we haven't seen in years. And that tells you volumes. And the MACD is trending down. And the 12-month is, is pushing the 26-month down. And, and if you go back over the years when Hecla bottomed out, it went into negative territory on a percentage basis to neutral uh, pretty low. And we've just cracked neutral on it. And that's a warning sign to people. That should be a warning sign uh, because that's telling you that if the month closes lower on pricing, that the odds are that we're going to move deeper into negative territory on it. So that should sing, send a signal to people to be very careful with purchasing at this level. And if you're going to purchase, purchase uh, not with a big tranche, but start to nibble because you don't want to have a higher cost average if you go lower, that when it does recover, you have to wait a while before you make your profits. Well, that wraps us up for this second segment. We do need to take a commercial break, but in the next segment, we will go to a couple company updates, starting off with Silvercrest Metals, a conversation I had with Chris Ritchie earlier in the week. To find out more about today's guests, visit us on the web at www.kereport.com. You're listening to the Corlin Economics Report. We'll be back in a moment. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. USA News Update. The White House is singing a different tune at Friday's Daily Briefing. White House Counsel Spokesman Ian Sams taking to the podium and fielding many, many questions about President Biden's memory. He rejects the Special Counsel's report, which details specific issues with the President's recall. Sam says Robert Hur should not have said the President is an elderly man with a poor memory. The conduct of the investigation throughout and the gratuitous comments in the report are troubling and inappropriate. But I think that the finding was the obvious one because it's the truth. Now, all of this comes on the heels of the mistakes the president made again during his rare primetime news conference Thursday night at the White House. While defending his own memory, President Biden confusing the president of Mexico with the president of Egypt. The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. 
ShopSuperTea.com. Providing unique reporting on markets and companies since 1990. This is the Corlin Economics Report. Welcome back. As promised, here is an interview with Chris Ritchie from Silvercrest Metals. This was posted on Tuesday. More of an overview of 2023 production numbers and some guidance for 2024. Hey, everyone. Welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Silvercrest Metals, traded on the TSX under the symbol SIL and on the NYSE under the symbol SILV. I am chatting with the president of Silvercrest Metals, Chris Ritchie. Now, Silvercrest Metals focused at the Las Chispas project, the mine, as I've talked about with Chris, up and running commercial production was announced late in 2022. We have a news release to get to that talks about fourth quarter annual operational results. But I also have some bigger picture questions to ask, Chris, for what the growth initiatives are for the company. What are some of the aspects of the company that separate Silvercrest from the wider silver stock market here? So, Chris, first and foremost, Q4 numbers, more on year-end guidance. The company beat year-end guidance, especially in terms of sales. Just take us through the quick recap of Q4, but also the last year, how the mine was up and running, how it was operationally. Yeah, thanks, Corey. I mean, for, for our first full year of production, we couldn't be happier. I mean, we paid off $90 million of debt. We exited the year with about $100 million of cash and bullion. We beat our, our first year of guidance on that side. So for us, finishing the year like we did was great. From November 8th, when we put out our Q4 production numbers, not the financials, but the production, we added $200 million U.S. to the value of the stock between that November 8th and the end of the year. So we were the... Uh, we beat the SILJ, which is the silver ETF. We beat that by 15% last year, even even though we had that midsummer roller coaster ride with the tech report. So for our first full year of production, um, you know, a little rocky at times, but uh, a big outperformer rel- relative to the peer group. Now, what about guidance for this year? Because, look, that's what markets seem to be so focused on through this whole earnings season. Even when we've seen production numbers out of the majors, everyone's wondering about guidance for this year. So what can you tell us? When will we see that? What insights can you give us? Sure. So we've been, as we talked about in the last news release, we're finishing up negotiating the the contract with our underground contractor. So it's a big contract. It's over five years. We need those specific details in order to figure out the exact details on our costs. So our, our guidance, uh, we expect to come out with about two weeks. There's been a bit of a fade in the stock, and I think it's for a couple of reasons. One, we had a really nice end of the year. I got a couple of nice Christmas cards saying thanks for the, the run-up. <laughs> Some people did some profit-taking. But I think there's been also a push of being worried about our cost structure, given that our peers so far have, have come out with guidance, and a lot of them are taking up their, their costs quite materially. And what I point your attention to, Corey, is when you have low costs and your costs are up 50 cents or a dollar, okay, not great, but on a percentage of your margins basis, not nearly as impactful to us as someone else who's got $20 costs and their costs go up 10%, and that ends up being 80% of their margins, right? So 
again, I think there's a bit of anticipation that our costs might go up a little bit more than people think combined with the profit taking. So I think that's a bit of the malaise. But yeah, we're, we're going to come up with our guidance in the next couple of weeks here. I think people are also wondering about growth initiatives and circling back to that underground mine contract, those negotiations. How much could that change the overall economics? So in our previous contract that was that was written three years ago, our, our partner on that did not put any inflation into that contract. It was done at the depths of COVID. No one really was thinking about inflation. The contract now is something where we want a healthy partner. You know, our previous partner really got caught off guard by the inflation. They stopped making money. It, it makes for a bad partnership. When they're not making money, then there's risk. There's corners are cut. And those risks translated to us. So fixing this contract was something where it lowers our risk. It increases our predictability. Might cost us a bit more. But again, having um, a contractor who's not doing great work, that costs you way more in the long run. So for us, again, when we have wide margins, the slight hit there um, is far less impactful. We're going to have the exact details with our guidance. I don't expect anything material coming out of the previous technical report till now. But what we're hoping for is just progressed ramp up, more tons getting on the stockpile, more flexibility in the mine plan, and just something that's going to be, you know, just better long-term for us. So, I mean, dovetailing that into the growth side of things, when you are looking at a mine plan, and for us, we needed to have a lot of understanding over what it was we were going to be mining in the next one to two years. So a lot of the drilling we've been doing is in and around the edges of material that we were already planning to mine because you'd hate to go around and mine this material and leave ounces behind, right? So it doesn't mean it's the sexiest stuff we're uh, looking for. It doesn't mean it's the highest margin stuff that we have, but it's basically in or around infrastructure where we've already spent the money. It's in and around uh, areas we were going to mine anyway, it was just a, an order of operations priority that had to occur first. So that's been the area of focus. We we have found some new tons and ounces. We, we are going to put it into the mine plan. It's not necessarily the biggest bang for your buck stuff, but it's incremental. And when you think about it from a return on invested capital, we're quite happy with it. And that had to go first. So now that we're kind of working through some of that, putting that into the mine plan, we can get back to looking for um, – from some of the new stuff that hopefully can really move the needle. So this sounds a lot in terms of locking in costs, having a better gauge of what your costs are going to be with your miner, but does it, could it improve overall production, say on a yearly basis? When you have more flexibility at a single asset mine, um, protecting what you currently have is, is step one. And then having the ability to be reactive to what's happening uh, is step two. So, I mean, we produced more ounces last year than the mine plan called for, right? So that just speaks to the increased flexibility, allowing us to increase the value we can share with the shareholders. So, yes, I, I do hope that that increased flexibility can translate into into strong and stable production. We'll start with that. And then over time, if you are finding more ounces in and around what it is you're mining, and then if you can keep sort of incrementally adding value as you go at low cost, that's kind of more the nature of, of this type of mining. And then as we say, we're going to dovetail that with looking for new new veins, added ounces, 
you know, trying to increase that mine life uh, in that manner. So again, the focus now was more just keep ramping up, right? That's still a big part. Keep reducing risk, keep building up the stockpile, get those incremental ounces around the edges and just keep building up that balance sheet. When do you think we'll find out more information on some of the exploration that you have alluded to here in terms of building ounces, growing mine life, maybe even making other discoveries? When will we get more information on that this year? So, again, we had the $10 million budget that we announced with the technical report last summer. And, again, the focus of that was, you know, converting ounces we already have into the reserve category. So that would be incremental, right? So that's work we're doing. The focus on that, again, was in, in areas that we were already operating or, or soon to be operating. So that that's something that mid-2024 will, you know, probably Q3 or so, we'll be looking to compile that data and, and pull that together. So that's sort of the near-term focus on that because that's the here and now. As it relates to a new budget that we're, we're finishing off as we speak, that is going to put us in a position to say, hey, here's our free cash flow. Here's the money. We're going to go look for a bunch of new uh, ounces and tons and, and look for that, that bigger growth. So that budget that we're working on now would be in uh, addition to the 10 million we announced in mid 2023 with the tech report. So the capital's there, the skill set's there. We're happy with what opportunities are in front of us on the property side. So now there's the ramp up well underway. We're hoping, well, we are gonna be way more active in 2024. And then we'll see when we're able to actually come out with some news to share. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Okay, welcome back. Final segment of this weekend's edition of the KE Report. This is an update from Fireweed Metals recorded on Tuesday with Brandon McDonald. I hope you all enjoy and thank you all very much for tuning in on this weekend show. We'll be back with you next weekend. Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Fireweed Metals traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol FWZ on the OTCQB under the symbol FWEDF and on the Frankfurt Exchange under the symbol M0G. I am chatting with the CEO, Brandon McDonald. Now, we are going to get an update, more of an overview from the 2023 drill program at the McMillan Pass Project in Yukon, also known as the Mac Pass Project, as Brandon and I will refer to it. Mostly because we have all of the drill results now announced the company throughout the last month and couple days released the final drill results from the over 22,000 meter program that was increased from initially 16,000 meters 
the main focus here being the boundary zone, but there's also drilling at the Tom and Jason deposits. Brandon, give us a bit of an overview here, especially when it comes to that boundary zone. You have some of the best holes to date that were drilled in that last program at boundary. Boundary is really the the major focus is here for the company. So in terms of 2023 at boundary, what were some of your major takeaways? Yeah, well, I mean, arguably in terms of drill meters from 2020, I think basically to now, uh, almost every year, I think, or every year has been the over half the meters at least at boundary. So definitely, a, you know, a focus of our exploration or, you know, drill definition. Really, the outcome of this year was you can remember at the end of last year, we released that sort of long section and we said, like, look, it sure looks like this gap between boundary west and boundary main, which we then referred to it as that. You know, it sure looks like there could be something in between them at depth. This is some shallow drill, drilling in between them had come up empty, but nobody drilled a depth, you know, beneath them. So certainly in the way that the high grade was vectoring in both West and Maine suggested that maybe that gap was filled by something that's quite nice indeed. And so that's what really came out of the gate in 2023, you know, first holes straight in there, boom, hit. Right. And so that gap zone connecting boundary West and Maine really uh, has, you know, delivered the goods in terms of our best ever drill holes. And any way you want to kind of cut it, whether you're thinking like total intersected mineralization over the length of a hole or, or best intersection in terms of just within one zone, or, you know, whether you're thinking true width or, or not, it's basically the, the best in the project all seems to be coming from there. And I think what's super interesting is there's this, stratiform zone there there's there's two two kind of parts of mineralization and boundary first if there's a stratiform zone and there's a parallel smaller stratiform zone there uh, and then there's kind of this lower grade halo around them tom and jason are stratiform they have no halo right so so the existence of that halo at boundary is interesting uh will add a lot of tons a lot of contained metal and certainly make an open pit there much more desirable because what would have otherwise been waste you know, could now potentially go to the mill. But these stratiform zones, as they get thicker, seem to get higher grade, which interestingly is a bit backwards from from at least Tom and, and you know, where Tom West, which is the the by far the bulk of the tonnage at Tom, um, and really the bulk of the tonnage in our last mineral resource estimate from twenty eighteen, as it get higher gets higher grade, it gets a bit narrower. Right. So this is super interesting. You know, we don't think we've really defined the edges of of boundary yet. It's getting higher grade to depth. Um, there's a bit of structural complexity in there that we have to work with. But it's, uh, you know, it's really, really meaningful in terms of both the impact to mineral resource and economics. So because boundary is such a focus for you and your team, rightfully so, because of the drill results, How do you balance out the work that you have been doing at Tom and Jason, those deposits? Yeah, and and really, the the drilling we did at Tom and Jason this year, we're drilling that no word of a lie has been on the kind of, like, agenda, but, you know, not priority since 2018, right? Like, since our last mineral resource, it was like, oh, hey, there's it looks like there's one zone at Tom that, 
pretty good grade. It's not in the resource. Maybe we should, you know, put a couple holes down there. And same with Jason South. It's like, oh, there's some drill holes that intersected pretty good intersections that sit outside the resource. Maybe we should chase that, right? So that's we finally got around to that this year. And and I would add that, you know, our last drill results uh, release we put out on February 1st, you know, that Tom South, as we're calling it, the way we think that that's quite possibly the same part of or, or contiguous with Tom Southeast, that may, you know, produce a very significant amount of high-grade tonnage there. And, and I mean significant, I mean, we think about like Tom East, that's 2.5 million tons at 24, 25% zinc equivalent, not big, but the grade's so high, you just a huge amount of, you know, net free cash flow out of that in, in, in the old uh, PEA. So Tom Southeast, you know, with some honestly pretty good grades, you know, and, and potentially significantly more than 2 million tons could be a real driver of economics. And I think that's going to be something we're going to have to delineate, you know, this year in the 2024 program. Okay. Another news release coming out of the company is an updated resource at the Mac Pass project. Now it's been a while since you last updated that resource and you've done a lot of work. So Brandon, can you just remind us when the last time was that you published a resource on the MacPass project and what work has gone into this updated resource? The the last resource for MacPass was 2018. Right. So we haven't we haven't published numbers on this in, in quite some time. And then whereas the 2018 resource was Tom and Jason and uh, that's it the you know 2024 resource for mac pass will be tom jason end zone and boundary and as well at, at tom there'll be tom north uh, which was not included in the 2018 resource uh, which is a lower grade but near surface zone there'll be a, a small component of tom south you know and i think the highlighting there is it's a it's a component of it right like we know there's a lot more to tom south than we've drilled there's there's three holes in it right it's it's open in in almost all directions there so um it's it's going to be a, a very 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 different resource than the 2018 what should people be paying attention to then because you are bringing in so many different deposits it looks like or it sounds like from all the drilling and it has been so long since you last updated it there should be some major changes but what would move the needle for investors or even strategic other strategic investors yeah i think there's a lot of things to look out for there's the blindingly obvious thing which is the total size the average grade right contained metal these sort of things, right? I, I would encourage investors to pay a lot of attention to what's pit constrained versus underground constrained and understand that, you know, the economics of 6% zinc uh, open pit may be better than 10% zinc underground. And in fact, I dare say it would be. And so understand that, right? And, and I think I would undertake, you know, encourage investors to take a look at, you know, areas that have not been fully delineated the boundaries the jason souths the the tom south etc and and consider like okay so we're just kind of getting a hint or 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 getting an incomplete picture of the total mineralization here that we want to publish this because we want to update the market as to where we're at but this is not like the this is not like the final resource by any stretch of the imagination there is still significant growth potential here 
Now, what about this PEA from the MacTung project? Because this project was just acquired by the company back at the beginning of last year, 2023. What should we be looking for? What went into this PEA? Yeah, you know, there, there's an old feasibility study on the project that was published in 2008. That was the basis for their submission for environmental assessment, North American Tungsten, you know, who, who was taking it through that. They only did a, a feasibility study on a very short amount of mine life, you know, a small component of the resource there. So really what we've been doing is understanding the, the limits of the environmental assessment, but then figuring, okay, well, if we were going to go beyond that, if we were going to expand some sort of expansion after getting into construction, what would that look like? The Corlin Economics Report is produced for A.B. Corlin and Associates. Opinions expressed on this program are intended solely for the entertainment of our listeners, do not constitute investment advice, and are not necessarily those of this network, radio station, or our sponsors. Find out more about this program and today's guests by visiting www.kereport.com. For Al Corlin, this is Colleen Robbins. Join us again next week for the Corlin Economics Report. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.